Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We own it. The Chinese homeowners squatting in unfinished buildings. Across China, failing developers are halting construction on new housing complexes. Desperate buyers are moving in anyway. Published in Sixth Tone. Written by Wu Peiyue. Read to you by Cliff Larson. Shanxi, Northwest China. Wang Shudong and Zhou Zongzhen pick their way through the darkness toward their home, a half-finished apartment block on the outskirts of Xi'an. The 33-story building is little more than a concrete skeleton. Its facade hangs open the brick walls connecting the columns only half-built. Plastic tarpaulins flap against the scaffolding in the late evening breeze. And for the couple, the complex, with its clouds of dust and musty smell of concrete, is barely distinguishable from the construction site where they worked during the day. The only difference is that it's much cooler now. The wind whistles through the long hallway, taking away the heat. Wang and Zhou have occupied one of the empty units in the fourth floor. There's no running water or electricity. A single solar lamp providing the sole illumination. The only furniture consists of two single iron beds pushed against one wall and an unpainted wooden board serving as a makeshift table. But the pair, who are both 60 years old, have resolved to put up with the basic conditions. They feel they have no other choice. Although life is rudimentary here, we no longer have to worry about the monthly rent, Wong tells Sixth Tone. We bought it. We own it. It's our home. Wong, Zhou, and nearly 100 other homeowners moved into the unfinished apartment compound, Jingling Apartment, just over three months ago. It was an act born of desperation and defiance. Like thousands of others in China, they have poured their savings into buying a pre-sale apartment, only to see the developer fall into financial difficulties and halt construction on the project. Pre-sales have become standard practices in China. In 2021, 87% of new homes in the country were sold while still under construction, up from 63% in 2005. Most buyers pay for their apartment months or even years before they're finished. The model has supercharged China's property market, enabling developers to finance massive amounts of construction. But now the real estate sector is facing a financial crunch. Across the country, developers are struggling to service eye-watering debts and bringing projects to an abrupt standstill. As much as 5% of new residential developments in China's major cities, or 
71.5 million square meters of apartments are in limbo as a result. The Shanghai Yiju Real Estate Research Institute found in a survey conducted during the first half of 2022. The crisis is leaving buyers in a dire situation. Many are paying mortgages on properties that are still empty shells. Others have poured their life savings into a down payment on a home that may never be completed. Jinling Apartment is an example of how desperate things can become and how difficult it can be for homeowners to protect their rights. Wang, Zhou, and other homeowners have been waiting for developers to deliver their home for over five years. They've tried pleading with the companies to complete the construction, asking the authorities to intervene, and taking the firms to court. None of it has worked. Meanwhile, China's economic slowdown has left many of the buyers struggling to find work and make rent. With few other options, they've been driven to squat inside their half-finished homes. Left in Limbo Wang and Zhou first heard about the Jinling apartment development in 2016. Created by two local developers, Xi'an Huayue Industrial and Xi'an Ronglang Real Estate, the complex sits amid a tranche of farmland several kilometers south of downtown Xi'an. The project quickly attracted the attention of migrant workers living in nearby urban villages. The densely populated settlements that sprang up around Xi'an during the height of China's economic boom. Jingling Apartment appeared to offer exactly what they needed, a modern home at an affordable price. Wang, who rented a place in one of these urban villages, was desperate to buy a home near Xi'an. His elderly parents, who lived several hundred kilometers away in the mountains of southern Shanxi province, would soon no longer be able to take care of themselves. My father is over 80 years old. My mother is blind. I had tried to take them to the city with me, but no one would rent a house to us, says Wong. Landlords worry that if the elderly person dies in the house, it'll affect their ability to rent it out again. In November 2016, Wong visited the sales center at Jinling Apartment. The staff told him that a 50-square-meter apartment would cost 250,000 yuan, then $37,600, and that the building would be completed in one year. Wang, who has spent years working in construction, thought the delivery date was reasonable at the time. The building was capped, says Wang. The scaffolding on the roof was dismantled. A few days later, Wang and his wife were told that they had to pay 60% of the 250,000 yuan up front to secure a mortgage. They handed over the money, and when the mortgage application failed, the staff told them that they could simply pay the remaining 40% when the apartment was ready in a year's time, a common arrangement in lower-income parts of China. Wang managed to raise the required sum over the following months, but when he went to visit Jingling Apartment a month before the handover date, he found the site was deserted. The three elevators, windows, and water pipes were waiting to be installed, Wang says, but there were no workers. 
In October 2017, two weeks before the handover deadline, one of the developers issued a notice stating that the construction had been suspended due to a breakage in the project funding chain. It added that it was raising funds from various sources to pay for the project, and the construction unit will fully resume work this week. The developer promised to hand over the finished homes by January 31st, 2018. They did not. Now seriously worried, the buyers began getting organized. Wong said that they made countless visits to the local housing authorities, asking them to intervene. In August 2018, the developer came back with a new proposal. They asked the buyers to pay them the remaining balance on the apartment price, arguing this would give them enough capital to restart construction. The developers promised the payment would go into a government-supervised escrow account. Local officials also came forward to reassure the buyers that the money would be handled properly. The buyers reluctantly agreed. Over the following weeks, they handed over more than 9 million yuan. Wang paid the final 40% of the 250,000 yuan, borrowing money from relatives and taking out a 70,000 yuan loan from rural banks to fund the payment. Construction did resume for one week. A dozen workers arrived to add insulation layers to the building's outer walls, and hundreds more window glass panes were delivered to the site, according to Wang. But before the windows could be installed, the workers disappeared again. I felt cheated, says Wang. Going to court. The homeowner's next move was to take the developers to court. In January 2020, Wang sued Hua Yue, the developer who received his money for breach of contract. He paid a local lawyer 3,500 yuan to represent him and demanded Hua Yue resume construction, set a new handover date, and pay damages for the disruption the delay had caused him. Wang won the case. The court ordered Hua Yue to pay damages worth one ten-thousandth of the apartment price, multiplied by the number of days the completion had been delayed, around 15,000 yuan in total. But crucially, the judgment didn't require the developer to finish construction by a specified date. Ten other homeowners who spoke with Sixtone said that they had sued the Jingling apartment developers, receiving similar verdicts, yet their victory made almost no difference. Two years later, none of them have a finished home, or any of the damages awarded to them. The court said executing the judgment can wait until the developer has the capital in its account, Wong says. Lawyers and property industry insiders told Sixtone that the case is unlikely to be resolved through the courts. The local government will need to intervene directly, they suggested. In this case, the local government should push the unfinished developer into bankruptcy proceedings, says Chiu Ping, a lawyer at the Shanghai Brilliance law firm. Once the company declares bankruptcy, its assets can be sold off through an auction, Chiu says. Another developer can then, in theory at least, take over the project, finish the work on the apartments, and sell the unsold units. Buyers who have prepaid for the apartments, like Wang, 
are legally the owners of their home, so they will retain ownership even after the developer goes bankrupt, Cho says. Initiating bankruptcy proceedings is not simply about solving the problem through the auction, but using the efforts of all parties to revive the unfinished building to protect the interests of creditors and maintain social stability to the greatest extent, says Cho. However, a real estate investment analyst told Sixtone that sometimes it's not only a matter of seeking funds to complete the construction. In some cases, projects stall because the land is no longer profitable for the developers. In the case of Jingling Apartment, there are only 60 remaining unsold units, while the buyers have already paid for their apartments in full. That means there would be limited opportunities for any company taking over the project to make money once it's completed. Companies might lose the incentive to seek funds to resume this project, says analyst who requested anonymity due to the sensitivity of the topic. The government might have to rescue the market by buying the land at a price that's high enough to complete the project. Break-in The five-year delay has caused the buyers an enormous amount of stress and financial hardship. Many have tried to rent homes close to Jingling Apartments so they can keep an eye on the development, but the area has undergone waves of demolition as Xi'an redevelops the urban villages. Wang has had to move house at least six times during the past three years as a result. Of the ten homeowners Six Tone spoke with, six of them said they had to move a similar number of times. The surrounding rural houses have been demolished everywhere in recent years, says Wang. I'd relocate then, the new place would be demolished. Sung Jia, 45 years old, bought one of the units inside Jingling Apartment shortly after getting divorced. During the initial disputes with the developers, she was living in an urban village across town. Each time the homeowners met at the development, she had to travel for six hours, changing buses twice. Later she moved closer, but she also had to move multiple times due to the sweeping redevelopment. The stress has taken a heavy toll on Song, who spoke with Six Tone using a pseudonym for privacy reasons. When I bought this home, I thought that instead of renting a house, I could have a nest of my own after getting divorced. But the reality is, I've been drifting around all these years, says Song, bursting into tears. No one knew the road ahead would be so difficult. Every time I want to cry, I pretend to laugh. Over time, the financial pressure has also grown. As the neighborhood has gentrified, rent levels have kept rising. Meanwhile, the local economy has taken a big hit during the pandemic. Most of the homeowners work in the construction or the service sector and have seen their incomes decrease significantly due to the repeated lockdowns. During Xi'an's three-month lockdown in late 2021, many earned nothing at all. Eventually, the buyers came to a sobering conclusion. The need to save money now outweighed the inconvenience of living in an unfinished building. In September 2021, over 100 homeowners broke into the Jingling apartment, smashing down the brick walls, blocking the entrance and the stairwell. We picked up a large steel pipe from the construction site and used it to knock open the bricks, says Wong. The police soon arrived and began firing tear gas into the building to force the homeowners to leave. 
Most people couldn't take it, and they fled outside, said Wong, but I stayed indoors, and I continued knocking open the stairwell. Later that day, an official from the local housing bureau came to the site. He promised to ensure the project was completed by the end of the year if the buyers agreed to leave, according to a video recording of the incident seen by Sixth Tone. The homeowners chose to believe him and left, but construction did not resume. So in May this year, they broke into the building once again. This time, the developers had left a car blocking the entrance, which prevented the homeowners from moving in their furniture. The police refused to tow the vehicle away, so several dozen homeowners lifted the car with their bare hands and moved it out of the way. Life in a Half-Finished Building Residents moving into unfinished apartment blocks is rare in China, but not unheard of. Earlier this year, hundreds of people broke into Yihefang, another stalled project in Xi'an. And for the residents of Jingling Apartment, life in the building has been inconvenient, but tolerable. Many of them grew up in poverty and are used to coping with poor living conditions. Tough? (laughs) We're all people who have experienced bitterness, says Song. This house is much better than the village house I was renting before. I was afraid the village house was on the verge of collapse. A 67-year-old homeowner named Chu echoed this point. Before China's reform and opening up, everyone in the countryside lived a hard life, he says. Now, even though I'm a little miserable, I'm satisfied. In some ways, life in Jingling Apartment reminds the residents of their time in the countryside. They have formed a close-knit community, working together to solve problems. No drainage system? Dig a dry toilet outside the building. No tap water? Draw water from the well 200 meters away and transport it back on a trolley. Some residents also go around collecting half-empty bottles of mineral water from local trash cans, as they know it's a bad idea to drink the groundwater. In the evenings, women take turns cooking a meal for the whole building, using a shared kitchen on the first floor. The residents each chip in 400 yuan a month to cover the cost, Chu says. Chu finds this communal style of life oddly comforting. He spends most of his day in the common area in the building's lobby while the adults sit together on a huge sofa, planning future demonstrations. The children play together on mattresses covered by a bamboo mat. My neighbors take good care of me and cook for me, says Chu. Yet the homeowners remain anxious. The future of the project is still uncertain. In July, local officials told the residents that they would help Huayue sell a small tranche of land to raise enough funds to finish the building. According to video recordings of the meeting, homeowners shared with Sixtone. But developers have promised to resume the work as soon as they have enough money. Sixtone's calls to the Housing and Urban Rural Development Bureau in Xi'an Gaoxing District, where Jingling Apartment is located, went unanswered. The residents have grown tired of promises. Chu says he sometimes struggles to sleep at night, tortured by the idea that he has been fooled. I was willing to do all kinds of work and hard and dirty work during the first half of my life. The idea was that no matter how hard I worked, I had to buy a flat in the city, says Chu, 
who grew up in the mountainous part of Shanxi with scant healthcare resources. The fate of this home will determine my whole life. I bought it because I hope to spend the rest of my life here. I'm very distressed. After dark, Chu likes to move the stools outside. It's still baking hot in Xi'an, and the cool air is pleasant. But the residents know that the weather will soon change. Summer's almost over. Winter is coming, says Chu. We have no windows, let alone heating. I hope the government will solve this problem for us as soon as possible. You've been listening to We Own It, The Chinese Homeowners Squatting in Unfinished Buildings. Written by Wu Peiyue. Editor, Dominic Morgan. Narrator's note. There are many photos in the article. Please go to Sixth Tone to find this article so that you can see some of the people and some of the location and some of the hardship of the people in the article. The header image, Wang Shuting, a pseudonym, a full-time mother with three kids stands in her apartment inside an unfinished building in Xi'an, Shanxi Province, August 2022. Photo taken by Wu Huiyuan from Sixth Tone. Read to you by Cliff Larson.